The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, a rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, what is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account for your stewardship because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, what shall I do? Now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me, I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do when I'm removed from the stewardship so that they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. And to the first he said, how much do you owe my master? The man said, 100 measures of olive oil. The steward said, he, here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for 50. Then to another he said, and you, how much do you owe? And he replied, 100 measures of wheat. He said to the man, here is your promissory note. Write one for 80. And the master commended the dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's gospel parable is one of the most difficult to figure out what Jesus was talking about. Jesus seems to be commending a dishonest steward uh, and, and saying that we should be like this dishonest steward. Every parable is a metaphor. And so it's not really speaking about the, the actual thing it's talking about, but it's, it's a metaphor for something else. Yesterday we heard about the lost sheep, the, the shepherd who went after the one lost sheep. He's not actually talking about animal husbandry. He's talking about Jesus's relationship with you and me. And so in this story, Jesus isn't really talking about business. He's not talking about money and negotiations. He's talking about the spiritual life. And he's saying that sometimes you and I need to find a clever way around our spiritual problem. We are in the business, we Christians, we're in the business of becoming rich in virtue. We all want to become rich in virtue. And sometimes to gain some of these virtues, we have to find a sort of clever way around to get that virtue. To give a couple of examples, Today is the, the feast of all Jesuit saints. So to talk about one of the blesseds, blessed Miguel Pro, he was a, a, a wonderful uh, young man, young priest in the 20s, the 1920s in Mexico during the time of the persecution of the church. The, the government uh, closed down all of the churches in Mexico and arrested the priests. Graham Greene wrote about this famously in a couple of his novels. So this priest, Miguel Pro, he found clever ways to continue to administer the sacraments to the people. He, he uh, at times, would dress as a beggar. He had a bunch of disguises, so he would dress as a beggar, and he'd go in the middle of the night and loudly, disturbingly, uh, 
yell out, somebody give me a room for the night, somebody give me a room for the night. And a prearranged family would give this beggar a room for the night. They would let him in, and there would be a whole little congregation gathered in that house. He would say mass for them and do baptisms and such. He had a police outfit, and he would put on this police uniform to get into, sneak into the prisons, and he would give uh, last rites uh, to, the, to the condemned prisoners. Uh, he, he, he wanted to beg for the poor, so he went into these wealthy neighborhoods, but he dressed as a wealthy businessman with a, with a carnation in his, in his lapel. There's a wonderful photograph of him, a police officer walking right by him as he's dressed in this wonderful businessman's outfit. He found clever ways of, of attaining the graces that we were all looking for. This, is, this man, Miguel Pro, was much like this, this clever, shrewd... Uh, uh, steward. He, he found sort of sneaky ways of, of getting what, what, what he needed, which was the grace for his people. Uh, another example would be uh, when I was a, a young man struggling with the discipline of meditating every day, as the Jesuits were asked, as a young, young seminarian, and I had a hard time disciplining myself. So I had this little wooden cross, and I put the wooden cross on the pillow, and I knelt down one day, and I said, Lord, I'm not going to lift this cross from my pillow until I've meditated every day. And so I couldn't go to sleep because I couldn't use that pillow. And, and it worked. It worked. I, I, I was able to get the discipline down, and to this day I have the cross on the pillow just to remind me of that. During the pandemic... As you know, the churches were closed, and I was just so moved by the, the, the clever ways that both the lay people and the priests uh, found of, of, of getting the graces that they were longing for. M many of the diocesan priests here in the city uh, would sit in a rickety old chair beside the road and, and do drive-by confessions. What a wonderful, clever way of, of giving the grace during a difficult time. Uh, I know of, uh, of, a, of a woman who, who uh, chose this time and chose to, to pray about her own hunger for the Eucharist. And her hunger for the Eucharist grew during that time such that when she was able to go back to church, she had a much greater devotion to the Eucharist than she had before the pandemic. We brought in these video cameras and we, we now have a much larger congregation for our daily mass to this day than we ever had before the pandemic. So I think Jesus is saying that, like that clever steward, you and I in the spiritual life, sometimes we have to find a sort of clever way to get at the graces that we're looking for. We, we need to be creative in our, in our work of, of becoming the kind of Christians that Christ is calling us to be.